What's up? Welcome to Trials and Errors podcast, episode five. Um, it's Saturday, February the twentieth, twenty twenty one. It's one p.m. Exactly one p.m. Yes. Um, today, this episode is called the Monday Dopamine and Pushing Yourself. If I didn't edit the title, <laughs> um. The Monday dopamine is something I just coined as I was writing um as I was writing kind of the script of the episode. I'm just writing down bullet points to to give myself <laughs> and and keep myself on on the on the right direction and keep the conversation <laughs> in the right direction. The Monday dopamine is something that I coined because It is what I used to feel every Monday, two years ago, one year ago, um, as the week, as every week started. It's the same concept and it's the same feeling we all have on New Year, New Year's Eve, January the first. It's a new year. It's a new year, new possibilities. You're starting from scratch. What you done? Don't matter anymore. It's about doing it again from scratch, from zero. You can start again. If you did something wrong, it doesn't matter. You can start again. And on New New Year's Eve, it's really announced by the fact that everybody celebrates um, the New Year. It's a feeling. It's a collective feeling. The whole world um, celebrates. And on the month of January, everybody is trying to pursue their new, um, their new goals, their new desires, and eventually they, hopefully they 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 continue pursuing pursuing what they want to pursue. But um, the dopamine fades, and they proceed and they continue the year as the year before, and the one before and the one before um and i would feel the same thing as new year's eve new year's eve dopamine every monday so every week i will wake up whoa it's monday it's monday i got a new opportunity i got a new week in front of me i can do whatever i want i can start again and i guess and i guess there was That was really cool because it gave me um, a lot of energy to start my week right. Since um, we have like the perception that Monday is kind of the worst day, um, I used to I used to feel like Monday it was the best day. I I still feel like Monday was is the best day. Um, but again, the feeling of starting from scratch, starting again, um, what I did the week before didn't matter. Um, was was a good feeling and a toxic one, because um, I would put ninety percent of my energy into that day. Monday would get ninety percent of my energy just for the fact that it was Monday, and I would I could start everything from scratch again, and it was toxic, so toxic, and I'm I'm telling you i'm telling you what i lived 
and for what I remember mon every Monday two years ago felt like the best day ever. I would do a lot of stuff. I would try, I would network with people, I would meet people, I would greet people, I would talk to people, I would I would socialize more than I <laughs> I even wanted to to socialize. And for that day it felt amazing because it was Monday, but Tuesday was only 24 four hours um away. Tuesday was only 24 24 hours away. And Monday eventually finished and Tuesday would come, Wednesday would come, Thursday would come, Friday would come, Saturday and Sunday. And for the rest of the week, I would feel drained as hell. I would feel terrible because I had no idea how to balance the energy to sustain the week. I would feel this Monday dopamine that gave me this rush and for the for the rest of the week i would just feel useless and drained and unmotivated and so these two years that i lived were about understanding how to balance my energy and understanding how to strategically push myself um meaning knowing and getting to know myself better to understand how I use my energy, how I recharge myself and how I can um, allocate who, how, how I put energy in different things I do and better, more strategically, more effective, um, more effectively, more effective, more effectively. I don't know. Um, so. It took me two years and what I understood about myself is since I was putting 90% of my energy into the Monday and 10% of my energy into the other days of the week and, uh, and would feel terrible, I had to lower <laughs> the energy I would put into the Monday, into every Monday. So I remember um, the next month. The next months, I would, I would be a little more chill on on Mondays, and I would um, just start a week, like okay, it's Monday, um, I can do that um, without rushing it. Um, I can put um, some energy here. I can do that. I can do that. No, no, no. That I don't need to do that. And mm, no, no, no. It's it doesn't require my energy. Um, and I would, <laughs> I'm sorry for this acting moment, but I would, um, I would understand how to prioritize what I wanted to do. And I understood a lot about myself. So I would start chillier, chillier, <laughs> sounds like a food. I would start chillier and allocate my energy throughout the other days of the week. But it wouldn't feel the same. I needed the Monday dopamine. So I understood that the Monday dopamine was a good mental mental um, driver. It gave me the possibility to start from scratch, to start to start again, and I had to use that momentum. I didn't have to um, cut it to um, preserve my energy. 
I had to use that momentum to um, strategically put the energy into other stuff. So this is what I understood myself. I understood that I am afraid of not finishing something within a day. And that day was Monday. Every Monday I would wake up and I would feel this urge to finish something that day. And it was a, a huge driver. It was really useful because I would do something that maybe um, it required more time. And previously, I didn't do it in just one day. But every Monday, I would actually finish stuff. So it was good. But it was, again, kind of toxic. So finishing something within a day, the Monday dopamine became, it developed into accepting that um, Monday is just a day and Tuesday is only 24 hours away. So I can't use all I have to finish something today. And the best appro approach I found, the best approach was for me to accept that just one good step Today is better than trying to get there by jumping all at once. Because I was afraid of not finishing something within a day. And the best, the best quote to um, summarize this concept is um, the Roman Empire wasn't built in one day. They, every day they um, stack, stacked up bricks and and roads and they and they built built the empire but it wasn't built in one day and i was i had this i had this um rush and anxiety that that would tell me that if i didn't finish something that day i would i was i was i was failing i was bad and and that was just toxic for me and other things that would happen were Multitasking, for example, I would multitask um, to, and I still multi multitask. This is like something I am I am saying, I am telling you with past verbs, but it's something that I lived and that I still live because I am every day I am accepting what I am and I am making choices, knowing. <laughs> How I, how, how I function and sometimes I get my choices wrong and I and I find myself in in situations that I that I already lived and fortunately I know the solution a lot of times still to the, to, the, to this day I find myself multitasking um, 20 minutes ago I was with with like 10. Um, YouTube tabs open on my Google Chrome browser <laughs> and I had to do only one thing but I was multitasking like I can do this um, bullet bullet um, bullet point writing about the the podcast episode while I watch this video oh, but look at this video this might be cool for um, the brand that I am trying to develop with my music oh that would be cool for that no you just have to do one thing now 
and multitasking is not a short multitasking is not a shortcut. This is what I understood about myself. Um, I would try to multitask, and what I understood is multitasking is the fastest way for me to feel overwhelmed. I would feel like I I was I wasn't achieving nothing, even though I have the desire the desire and the urge to finish everything that day. Even though I would feel like I was being so productive, I was just being um, full of full of incomplete and unfinished tasks that didn't give me nothing at all. Multitasking was the fastest way for me to feel overwhelmed. And it really, really required a lot of um, self-discipline and self awareness to understand what I wanted to do in that moment. And one good question that really helped me to understand what was good in that moment is this. Amongst everything that I am trying to do right now, what is the one thing that can help me move farther in what I want to do? And 90% of the time, the answer was clear. Um, is, is that everything was blurred. And I wanted to do everything. I wanted to achieve everything that seemed really... Um, that would feel like uh, um, it, would, it would give me a lot of um, satisfaction and, and prou- pride. Uh, but, but it wasn't important. It was just instant gratification, dopamine. So this question was really useful for for me to understand what was important in that moment. And it wasn't always simple. I'm sorry that I, that I sound um, and that I'm talking with poses, but it, it's that I am really remembering. I am, I am pulling out... <laughs> um, scenes that I leave these two these two years that have passed. It it wasn't really simple because I had to understand what was was important in the moment and most of the times it was tricky. Most of the times it wasn't tricky, I'm sorry. Uh, but sometimes it was tricky because um I would trick myself into thinking that doing something was better in the moment. Um when actually it wasn't better at all because I would I would trick myself into thinking that doing one task would help me um, and I would um, deny to myself then maybe doing something that wasn't that wasn't fun wasn't helping me but actually by doing that in that moment it was helping me in the future. Um, so understanding my future self feelings and my future self priorities was also um, a good turning point. This is something I also understood about myself. <sighs> Man.
and it wasn't and it's it's not easy like you can you can listen to my voice i'm 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 really i'm still living it understanding understanding the future self is something that i still have to work on And that is why it took me two years, honestly. Um, I felt like I've grown. I feel like I've grown a lot in these two years. Um, if I if I look and if I get back to what I used to share those days, um, now I understand what was good and what was bad. Um, and I am happy it developed, developed this way. Because I, I found what was bad, I found what was good, and I divided it. And I kept the good part, and I tried to um, get better at the bad part. Like, that multitasking stuff, that finishing something within a day um, thing. Um, and, yeah, well, like, the future self is something that I, I just... I just thought about as I was talking now um, it took me two years because finding myself in a situation um, helps me understand the solution and to that to that situation I am leaving and if I find myself again in that situation I already have the solution and what I appreciate about living stressful situations what i am now accepting to appreciate like i'm literally <laughs> thinking about this right now as i'm talking what i appreciate is the fact that when i leave stressful and stressful situations more than once i understand how i feel after and this helps me understand my future self um situation maybe i i'm sure i haven't explained it so clear <laughs> but it's something that i'm just coming up with um so let me rephrase that or maybe it's just it's just not clear in my mind you just you already know <laughs> What I'm talking about. So let me rephrase it for myself to make it more clear. Clearer, sorry. Living a situation, living a stressful situation more than once helps me understand what my future self will feel if I find myself in that situation again. Because I already lived it and I already know what it's like to, to live after that. Mm, wow, this is a cool insight. Wow. Something I also learned, um, I, I mean, everything that happened is these two years, these little lessons that I learned about myself were really um were really the starting point to push myself because 
I think that I, I, this is what I think is true about pushing yourself. Pushing yourself is most of most of it knowing yourself and knowing how you work, knowing how you function to understand how you can exploit the way you work to to push yourself. And pushing yourself, I might sound cliche now, but pushing yourself um, doesn't have to, to mean to push yourself harder. It's, it's also about pushing yourself smarter. Whoa, cliche. <laughs> it's about pushing yourself smarter. So you have to know yourself. You have to know um, where you work better. Like the environment, the physical, the, the mental state. This might be a cool example. I am in my room, in my bedroom, and I have turned my IKEA LED lights, LED lights on. It's just the LED lights with a wheel, you can change color. And the vibe I love is the blue. It's the one with blue lights. I'm in my bedroom alone with my laptop in front of my eyes um, with, the, with the podcast page open and I'm reading these bullet points and I there's sun outside my window, there's sunlight coming in, sunlight beams, there's the blue, this blue LED light and I just know I function better this way. If I was recording this episode in my living room, um, in that open space, I know I, this podcast, um, it would have turned out worse. <laughs> it would have turned out worse. Um, so I understood, I understood that I work better in small spaces, spaces that are familiar to me and spaces where I can be more vulnerable. And my bedroom is is like the best place for, so far for me. <sighs> wow, um, I had no idea how to how I I would have um found this like interesting insights as I was report recording the episodes the episode. Okay, so um to recap because this was a lot of. <laughs> all over the place concepts or maybe not i'm just i'm just exaggerating so the monday dopamine is the same thing as the new year's eve dopamine when everybody does resolutions and trying to go after their goals and it only lasts it lasts it only lasts so so long because then it fades away um and it took me two years to understand that finishing something within a day it's only bad for myself because the roman empire wasn't built in one day and the best approach that i think it's i think it's the best the best the best approach now is accepting accepting that one step today is better than trying to get there by jumping all at once. Number two, multitasking is not a shortcut. 
um, it's the fastest way for me to feel overwhelmed. Um, do one thing at a time and know, uh, ask yourself, what is the task in that moment that will help you um, move further in the direction you want to go? Ask yourself that question and it should be very clear. And be true with yourself. Don't lie to yourself about what you should be doing, even if it's hard. It's not supposed to be easy. It's not. It is not supposed to be fun. Number three, um, if you find yourself in situations you are relieved, um, don't get played by the anxiety. If it, if it is a stressful situation. Appreciate the fact that you already leave the situation and you now know how to move yourself better because you know how your future self will feel and you can now solve the situation you are in better. Pushing yourself is about understanding yourself. Most of the times it's about pushing yourself smarter, not pushing yourself harder. Knowing yourself requires self-awareness and it requires um, time. It took me two years to understand how to balance my energy throughout a whole week. <laughs> I hope you're having a great, great um, Saturday. If you're listening, if you're listening to this, the day it released... Again, this is Kieran. This is the Trials and Errors podcast, episode five, the Monday dopamine and pushing yourself. Thank you for listening. Um, catch you next Saturday with a special episode with one good friend of mine, Mutolia. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Thank you.